I'm Amber Smith, and this is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. The death rate for cancer peaked 25 years ago in 1991 and has been dropping ever since. And today, overall, the death rate is the lowest it has been. In New York State alone, there are more than a million survivors of cancer. Here to talk about this is Dr. Leslie Coleman, Professor of Surgery and Director of Outreach for the Upstate Cancer Center. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here, Amber. All right, well, let's start first by explaining what a, uh, what a death rate is. We measure death rate by how many deaths from cancer in 100,000 people. This is to stabilize it for different population. Our population has grown, so we have more cancers by number, but the rate ah, is lower. Okay, okay. All right. Now, um, and the death rate from cancer peaked in 1991. Why has it been, what happened in 1991 that made it peak and then it's been dropping since then? Well, one of the major reasons for the drop is reduction in smoking. Back in the 1970s and 80s, almost half of all people in the United States smoked, especially men. This is now down to less than 20%, and in New York State, less than 15%. So this is one of the major reasons. We also have had advances in detecting cancer early when it's still curable, in particular colonoscopy, which also removes precancerous polyps, and more recently, CT scanning for lung cancer, which Mm. can detect lung cancer when it's still curable. Okay. Treatments have also gotten better. Okay. Well, which are there specific cancers that are most responsible for the decreasing death rate? Yes. Lung cancer, of course, because of the reduction in smoking. There is less lung cancer in men and now also in women than there used to be. And the other three most common cancers of solid organs, breast cancer, prostate cancer, and colorectal cancer. Now, I must say that there's a little twitch in the colorectal cancer rate in that a recent report shows that people born around 1990, the millennials and the Gen Xers, have almost twice as high a rate of colorectal cancer as people born around 1950. And these people are less than 50 years old, which when we normally start screening. So I anticipate more research, and eventually new guidelines on who might be at higher risk and therefore need to be screened sooner. Now, these rises are one of the major remaining reasons that we have so much cancer, and that is the combination of obesity and low physical activity among our population. And for colorectal cancer, it's also believed to be partly due to a low-fiber diet. Low-fiber diet. So it's lifestyle changes that can make the most difference. That does sound pretty alarming, though, to be a double risk. So um, that's interesting. We will have to keep an eye on that. Um, But getting back to the the drop in the death rate, what are some of the reasons for this? Well, um, as we mentioned, the reduction in smoking, early detection, and treatment. But The improvements in treatment have been a lot related to cancers of the blood and lymph systems, and these Uh. are the leukemias and lymphomas and also something people may have heard of as uh, myeloma or myeloproliferative disorders. These 
improvements are due to treatment because there is no prevention or screening for these diseases. And we now have special drugs that can do an amazing job with some of these blood and lymph cancers. Okay. So new new drugs that have been discovered or developed? And, right. Okay. I must tell everyone, though, that only a small percentage of new drugs with promise actually turn out right because early reports often show that a drug is effective in a small group of special patients, but when applied to more patients, they don't really hold up to their Mm, promise. So the drugs that we have that have been such miracle workers are a very, very small uh, number of the drugs that have been discovered. Okay. All right. Well, I keep saying that the overall um, death rate has improved, but when you look at this more closely, um, are, are we seeing the same improvements in men versus women or different races, different populations, or is, it, is, is there a bigger story to tell? There's a much bigger story to tell. In fact, for men, cancer death rates have dropped more than women, probably because more men smoked and more men stopped smoking mm-hmm. sooner. Uh, and so uh, that's the death rate. And for... Uh, different races, African Americans and Latinos have a higher risk of dying from cancer than white people. Do we know why that is? Well, one of the major reasons has been lack of access to early detection and treatment. And we know that in certain communities, largely communities which are poor and have higher rates of obesity and smoking, the cancer death rates actually rose considerably while falling in other communities. So this is a major, major problem, is that we do not have the same improvement among all members of our population. Now, one thing that has improved it a little bit recently and has contributed to this fall in overall death rate is that twice as many African Americans and Latinos now have health insurance after the institution of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, and that has helped those communities and those population members to have a reduction in okay. their cancer rates. Well, interesting. I definitely want, I have more questions about that, but let me re- remind listeners that this is Upstate's Health Link on Air, and we're talking with Dr. Leslie Coleman from the Upstate Cancer Center about the dramatic drop in cancer death rates overall in the United States. Um, so there's good news about overall cancer death rates dropping, and yet there are some cancers that are seeing an increase. So let's talk about those that are that are singled out, sort of. Well, we've already mentioned the rising incidence of colorectal cancer in young people. Young. Mm-hmm. Also, liver cancer is rising, primarily what? due to hepatitis C infection, which is an infection among the baby boomer population, that is people born between 1946 and 1964, And everyone born during that time should have a test for hepatitis C because there are now treatments for it that can help to prevent liver cancer. Huh, okay. Cancer of the esophagus, larynx, and bladder are increasing. 
probably due to smoking and environmental toxins. I saw that um, the incidence and in death in men is a lot higher in these than in women. Yes. Like you were saying, for the smoking is probably the reason. Right. And melanoma, malignant melanoma of the skin, the most deadly skin cancer, is rising. The incidence is rising in women. The death rate is actually higher in men. But the rising incidence in women is due to use of artificial tanning. That's booths. what I was going to guess. And this needs to be stopped because there is no health benefit to artificial tanning and it's definitely led to a large increase in malignant skin cancer among young women. Now the death rate being higher in men is that a lack of uh, diagnosis or? It probably is partly due to treatment later in okay. stage but we don't have enough research to know the exact okay. reasons for much of this. Okay. Uh, what about uterine cancer? Uterine cancer is rising, and this is related to obesity, so it's probably oh. connected to the rise in the rate of obesity among our population. Well, wow, a lot of it comes back to obesity, it seems like. comes back to lifestyle. The three pillars of a lifestyle to prevent cancer are stop smoking, don't gain weight, and increase your physical activity. Mm -hmm. All sound right, sound which are good for then. everything else too, besides right. preventing cancer. All right. Well, the um, getting back to the affordable, the, the American Cancer Society credits the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, with helping to improve these uh, cancer death rates in minorities. But how have the rates of insurance or uninsured, um, how does that translate to improved cancer survival? Well, one reason is because one part of the Affordable Care Act has to do with requiring everyone's insurance to cover cancer screening with no deductible, no copay. And this is has allowed many, many more people to have okay. access to colonoscopy, lung cancer screening, mammography, etc. So this protection and this uh, value of by the Affordable Care Act of early detection to allow early treatment and reduction in death is vital and needs to be continued. So it comes down to the screening and getting it. And, and with screening, the idea is that um, you'll find a cancer early when it's most treatable. Right. And with colonoscopy, also prevention, because as I mentioned, oh. removal of precancerous polyps actually prevents cancer from forming. Okay. For lung and breast, it's detection of early cancers that have already developed. Okay, and then with the lung cancer, we have the way to do with the screening right. now, right? Right, Just in the last couple of years, it's been approved by the Center for Medicare and Medicaid so that people who have a heavy smoking history and are between 55 and 77 years old should get an annual low-dose CT scan of their lungs so that early lung cancers can be detected and treated and they will survive. Okay. Neat. Well, what do you think needs to happen in order to continue this tra trajectory of improved survivability? Well, we need more clinical and basic research. And one of the things we need research on are strategies to help people be motivated to do the lifestyle oh. changes they need to do. They're the hardest and the most important. 
So again, I sound like a broken record, but this is what's important. Stop smoking, get a lot of exercise. Walking is fine. 10,000 steps a day is wonderful and not gaining weight well, or getting obese. It, those things do sound simple, but obviously they're not. They're Otherwise not everyone simple. would do it. So Right, exactly. They're free and they don't have any untoward <laughs> bad side effects, but they are the hardest to institute. That's what we need to do. And then um, the Cancer Society is advocating the insurance coverage too. That that's, that's extremely of- important. Access to early detection access to care for when you do have a diagnosis, and access to services. If someone has insurance and does have a doctor they could go to, but they don't have any child care or transportation, or they'll lose their job if they take some time off to go to the doctor, they don't have access. Right, right. So it's a big socioeconomic problem, which is why communities of poverty don't have the same cancer survival rate as communities with more resources. Okay. Well, uh, the American Cancer Society projects almost 1.7 million people will be diagnosed with cancer this year in 2017. That's a lot of people, but as we've discussed, the outlook for most of them is much better today than if they'd been diagnosed a couple decades ago. Right. So I want to thank Dr. Leslie Coleman for speaking with me about cancer rates in the United States. This has been Amber Smith for Upstate's Health Link on Air.